Ah, time to fix up the old homestead. Uh, step one, find a wrench. Philip's head. Stephen's head. Get for it! No! Get for it! Get for it immediately! I don't have much time left! What? I'm going to break down this door or scratch it to splinters with my finger claws. Okay, and it takes all afternoon, and I may not have all afternoon! Okay, 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 settle down! Hold on, let me get the door. Pantalone, my crotchety old neighbor, what do you want? Dottore, I need to ask you a very important favor. Oh, sure. Step right into my house. Make yourself at home. Don't mind if I do. Oh, boy. Is this real leather? No, no. You should be covering this with plastic. Get off my couch. Uh, It's pleather, isn't it? Hey! Isn't it? Yes. Well, you should be covering it with plastic, then. Pantalone, what do you want? Instead of genuine plastic, you should use the artificial kind. What's fake plastic? Next, here, I've brought some in my valise. Oh, great. Let me unlatch it for you. Look, if this is one of those kitchen table sales pitches, I am not interested. I am perfectly happy with my coach. Would you be interested in a reality television home remodeling? No! Yes? No! Well, then I'll just close my valise. Good. But I want to leave it on the table figuratively. (laughs) Yeah. And I will exchange genuine plastic. For use of your phonographer. My what? Your phonograph. What? Your your music box. The 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 little the horn that has a crank handle and a disc and the devil inside of it. You mean the gramogram? Mm. Well, I threw that out. I'm totally digital now. That's well, how I listen to my tunes. Well, is yes. it is it still in the dumpster? Because if it is, I'll just go and grab it from there. Why do you want a music playing device? What's wrong with you? Dottore. What? I've reached the autumn of my years. Actually, that was a few months ago. This is practically... It is like the late... Cretaceous? uh, The late Cretaceous December of my lifetime. I I don't read poetry. I Hmm? don't know what you're talking about. Let me explain it further. Okay. All right. I brought some visual aids in my valleys. That's not the only type you brought. Let me just... One other kind... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Pantalone, I... Sad but true, Dottore. I have that and a, a plethora of other communicable diseases. Oh. Some of them sexual. Please tell me you're wearing underwear under that loose flowing gown that you're, you're, you've, you've shuffled over in. Under what? Underwear. Mm, where? Under under there. Under what is under there? Under there's ship Under my gown. Would you like no, to no, see no, what's no, under no, my no, gown? No, 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 put it out, put it out. Too late. Oh. There it is. This might be your last look oh. until I'm in a plywood box. It smells like rotting leaves. That would be all the rotting leaves I've been saving up for mulch. Pantalone, what are you doing you here? You shouldn't have to buy mulch. Nature makes it for you, Dottore. That's a that's a little home improvement tip for the reality show I'll never get to make. You're the worst. You're the worst neighbor I've ever met. Would you listen to me for a moment? For just a moment, would you lend me your ears? Fine. I have something to say. What is it? Are you listening? Yes. Are you? Yep. No. Let me tell you about a few of my diseases. Oh, God damn it. That are slowly but surely leading me to the end of my life. What? Would you lead me to the end of this conversation? Get out of my house! Disease number one. Uh. Scurvy. Mm -hmm. Disease number two. Yep. Anti-scurvy? Well, that seems that it would equal out. You would think so, but it's just two different kinds, because they're on different sides, you see. Mm-hmm. One's in my mouth, where my teeth used to be, mm-hmm. and the other's in my loins. Where your other teeth used to be. Where my other teeth used to be, and where I keep my dentures when I'm not using uh, them. I saw those photos from when you were in the circus at the turn of the century. I have found in the bedroom that if you put dentures on your dick, then the lady, <laughs> no, listen, then the lady can kiss your teeth as she blows you. Is that a popular thing for uh, women to kiss teeth? I haven't found anyone to do it yet. Where's your little kobold fellow? Uh, He's a lady. <laughs> yes, Valnaz is a lady. He's adventurous, isn't she? We put a tracking device in your skin. In so my that, skin? Yep, so that when you're within 100 feet of the pod chamber, she goes to a panic room. And where might that be? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. That's what, what if I start to panic, Dottore? Well, I'm losing my life, 
I'm withering away before your eyes. Come here, you little idiot. Oh, no. Give me that. Give me that. All right. All right. You seem to have been clutching some sort of note to yourself here because you're such an old forgetful fool. This disease, you just broke my hand. It says, ask Tatore to record living will using his phonogram machine. Mm, Is this what you came here for? I was coming around to it, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Real roundabout way, Pantalone. You want to record your living will using my audio equipment? Yes. Well, tough tits. What? Yeah, tell your story walking, old balls. What? <laughs> yes. If I can't make out my will, then all of my goods and servants will be buried with me, never to see the light of day again. Huh. Wouldn't that be a shame? Oh. No one would get my valleys. Or my valet. I don't know what either of those is. Or my Valentine's collection written out to Gillian Anderson. Look. She'd never receive them, and that would be a crime. She deserves to know how I feel, Dottore. You feel like an old dry bag of leaves. Do I? I'll just tweet that to her. No. You wouldn't. Pentalone. You wouldn't. Pentalone. What? I have very little care about all of your worldly goods because you have nothing that interests me. Nothing at all? No, just a bunch of old black and white photos of of fat ladies without their tops on. I have a closet full of dried exotic meats. Mostly turkey. You have a a closet filled with turkey jerky? I just call it turjerky. Turjerky? Is that not what most people call it? Most people don't jerk turkey. Oh? Do you jerk turkey? I jerk lots of things, Dottore. I have some of those in my closet as well. Oh, boy. I have some of the saltiest tur jerky you'll ever set your tongue on, Dottore. Oh, you're no pantalone. It's all yours if you let me borrow your phonograph. I really, I'd really love to eat some smoked dried meats. Mm Mm-hmm. But you, you, the way you sell it just sounds like it's being packaged in a condom. I'm sorry. I left my sales pitch in my valleys with the plastic. Let me get it out. No, 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 and no. I'll sell you some things. No, no, no. Okay, how, how about this? Yes. How about this? I let you record your stupid living will yes. here in the pod chamber. Right. And I get to eat all the toiky joiky. You can have it when I die. How about later this afternoon? And that amounts to the same thing, I think. Haroo! Ladies and gentlemen, to Blaster Podcast episode 31! Yay! Yay! And returning after 30 long years is our very first guest we ever had on Blaster Podcast, Jared Latour! Jared! Did you say 30? 30. 30 years? Is there a time dilation thing that happens in here that I should know about? Yeah! Oh. Yeah. That explains why all my friends are dead now. All your friends are dead? How do you know they're dead? Do you have a friend death tracker on your phone app? You don't? No. I, don't I just call it Facebook. Oh! It lets me know when my friends die. That's a real sweet, mm. real sweet burn. Yeah, they do that, yeah. Mm. Do you have dead friends? Uh, uh, yeah. Are you serious? I doesn't. I mean, everyone let's get, is at least... Let's get deep. Okay. <laughs> Start right out with a real hard gut punch. Okay. I don't have any dead friends. You don't have any dead friends? No, nor does my roommate. Relatives? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dead relatives, yeah. I count them as friends. You think your relatives are friends? Oh, I don't know. They're not your friends, they're your relatives. Therefore, they have to be my friend, is what you're saying. They ought to be nice to you, but they're not always, Jared. Mm. Funny thing about families. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. You're Jared Latour, huh? (laughs) Standing on a heap of dead friends. Yeah, that's pretty much how I uh, ended up here, I think. That's a pretty... Oh, (laughs) because the dead friend pile collapsed and you fell downhill? Uh Uh-huh. It's a good thing I live in the valley. Yes. Jared Latour! Hi, Dottore. Hi, Jared. Welcome back. Thank you. What's new with you, Mang? Um, I'm still rocking the world. Still rocking the unitard, like a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty uh, moist in here, so I thought I'd sort of uh, 
let a few things lean into it. Mm-hmm. Lean into it. Yeah. Don't you know, fight it. Don't fight it. Yeah. Celebrate it. Uh, that's great. That you're that's a really good rhyme. That you're freak frag fry. That's uh, I it was i was that. Are you being racist or what? No. no. Cause I see you Tell wearing... me what race I'm making fun of, Jared. Oh, and the racism makes, falls on you, racist, yeah. as though you toppled off oh, a pile of no. dead bodies. No, no, I am not falling into that trap. I'm not racist. Yeah. No. Really? What? Okay, who's your favorite black person? Go. Uh, probably President Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> see, the fact that you put the middle name in there means <laughs> that you might be a little bit racist. I have a lot of uh, black people that I'm friends of. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> He's not your friend, Tori. He's we, I, I hear him all day long on my TV. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. Steve Carell. <laughs> He's okay. Uh, um, fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna allow that just to keep this going. Paul Provenza, um, Dennis Miller, Dennis Leary. You stopped naming black people a long time ago. I don't see names, Jared. You don't see names? I don't see names. Uh, that might be glaucoma. You might want to get that checked I have out. name blindness. Name blindness? I oh, that's to... just dyslexia. Huh? Yeah. Ooh. That was the name of a scripper I picked up. <laughs> she said, hey, my name's dyslexia. Yeah. She said, I think you're so cute. After the show, I'm going to give you my letter. And I was like, you mean your number? And she's like, haha, you're cute. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that they substitute actual opposite words. <laughs> now you're being prejudiced against dyslexics. I am. I'm extremely prejudiced against dyslexics. Sorry, dyslexics. Yeah. They can't hear us. Jared Latour. Latore. Jared. Are, welcome let's, to let's, the Blaster Podcast, thanks. buddy. Let's spin this circle around one more time. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Jared Latour, for my guests, my f- uh, f- listeners who haven't listened to mm. episode one, Jared is an actor, Arguable, yes. <laughs> He's an actor, he is a mixologist, and he has his own podcast called Alka Hollywood. Correct, Dottore. Don't oh. ever correct Dottore. Okay. I'll bite you like a snapping tortoise. Ah, it's, I've, I've felt that happen. Snurp, snurp. Snurp, snurp. Yeah. Uh, you know turtles are voiceless, right? Yeah, I know, because of racism. They don't have a vote in this country. <laughs> True. That's a very sad situation. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm a turtle lobbyist, and I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for that. No. Yeah. You shouldn't have to. Turtles have had short shrift in this country for too long. Well, you know, um, it's been a slow process for turtle rights. All right, you're you on thin ice, buddy. That's yeah, a slow process. You're on thin ice. That's a popular turtle stereotype. Uh, I don't think it's a stereotype if it's their uh, defining characteristic. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, well, if it right. is a Klansman Jared himself. That's right. <laughs> this is all going to follow me to my grave. Maybe yes. turtles have never been given a chance to race, Jared. Uh, I've been to a turtle race, Dottore. Oh, you disgust me. That's right. Turtles are treated like second-class citizens. They're treated worse than that. How bad are they treated? Uh, I make soup out of them. You make soup? Have you made soup out of a tortoise? No, that was a lie. You just lied to the internet, and if you lie to the internet, the lie is forever. I know. I feel like I'm being, like, skewered here. I'm really fast. Jared, if you compare this episode with episode Mm. one, you'll see that Dottore's voice has changed. Yeah, (laughs) And I'm much quicker. I see. Yeah. yeah, you're a little too fast for me. <laughs> but then I'm part turtle, which is why I can make turtle jokes. Of course. Because you know, it's like Mel... Mel, uh, Mel Torme. The Velvet Fog, he can make jokes about fog and velvet, because he's part of those. I don't get the reference. Yeah, that's what, that was his nickname, Mel Torme, the Velvet Fog. Really? Yeah, that's what they called him. Yeah. Because his voice was like a velvet fog. Uh, was, like, if, mm, mm, if a was, velvet fog is coming yeah. out of your mouth, that means you've got like a hemorrhagic fever. Uh, could be, but it's very pleasant to listen to and feel on your face. Ew. Yeah. Speaking of feeling on faces. Yes. Where can we hear your voice nowadays? Uh, great. Like you said, alcohollywood.com. Dot com. It's uh, also a podcast where we... Uh, Explore just... the unexplained and explain the unexplored. Uh, n- no, we don't really do that. That's a different uh, one. That's a different one. Uh, we, uh, talk about films, we review films, and, uh, we, uh, make up, uh, drinks and drinking games to go along with them. And I understand now, for the month of October, you mm. are in a special sequence. Yeah. Known as Horrible Octorable. Uh, close. Real close on that one. It's called it? Hideous Octivious. Yeah, getting It's called colder, Scary Octary. Horror Octorbor. 
is One more time. Horror October. Now who's being racist? <laughs> I don't know. It's called Horror October. That's what I just said. What did you just said? Horror October. Who is the marketing genius behind Horror October? Uh, me. Nice. Short answer. Yes. Nice. I came up with the name. So you're watching uh, Scurry Movies? Uh, yes. We are watching Scurry Scary Movies. Uh, this year, we're doing the uh, third installment in a number of different horror franchises. So we did Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and uh, we did Saw 3. We just did Omen 3, The Final Conflict. S- featuring Dr. Grant. Right, yes. Hugo Grant. Weaving. And he's super young in that movie. Is he forever young? Uh, no, because he's old now. Oh. And if you see him in another horror movie called... Uh, Event Horizon. That, or I was going to say Daybreakers... Uh, he plays a vampire. And he oh, looks yes. super old. Like, with the makeup, he looks like Bella fucking Lugosi. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. He's like the evil vampire president. Yeah, so good <clears throat> casting. Not a great movie, though. No. No, he's on his way down. Mm. He should really record his will into a phonograph. Yes. Are you... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, there's that. Alcoholywood at alcoholywood.com. And also, there's Our Fair City. What? Who's Fair City? Uh, all of ours. And you find that at ourfaircity.com. And that is like This proper. isn't the plug section, Jared. No? Okay. Just tell us about what delights you about your work. Oh. As an eclectic oh artist. No, no, no. As an not... urbane city mm, artist. I am... What's your muse? My... What inspires you? What drives you? You, Dottore. I, Dottore? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's... the University of Dottore! My it's... online uh, university I'm trying to get off the ground. That's right. So you've enrolled. I've graduated. Really? That's where I studied theater, yeah. Did you get your masterate or your bastardate? I got my master bastardate. Whoa, well done. I'm a master bastard. You certainly are. Mm -hmm. Did you get it in Sacamon Studies? Uh, In in what studies? Sacamon Studies? Sacamon Studies. Sacamon. Is that like sacks of Pokemon? Uh, I don't know what a Pokemon is, but a Sacamon is a small animal that you fit inside of your sack-a-sack, and then occasionally you pull it out and you fight it against another animal. That's a Pokemon. Had you listened to the Evolution episode of Blaster Podcast, you would be familiar with Sacamon technology. You know, (laughs) oh boy. I'm sure I have listened to the Evolution episode, but I've moved past it. You moved... Oh, well done. Yeah. You certainly are proving that you are fit for surviving this podcast. Well, I I naturally unselected that episode from my memory bank. And your iPod. And I don't have one of those. You unselected it Mm. from your inventory. From my inventory. Mm -hmm. My life is basically a point-and-click adventure game. Yeah? What's the point? Uh, I've been asking that question since the beginning. You strike me as kind of a Leisure Suit Larry type game. You think? Yeah. That's kind of offensive, but okay. I saw you offer a lady mints in the vestibule of the outside pod chamber corridor. Okay. Oh, you want to hear that story? Yeah. Okay. That was completely innocent action, all right? Here we go. She was coming in while I was waiting for you to let me in, all right? Uh And she opened the door for me Uh while I was eating a mint. Uh So I'm like, hey, would you like one of these mints since you opened the door for me and all? Tit for tat. Right. And you looked at her chest when you said that. I, I, this, from, okay, from the part where you just started talking, everything from that point is going to be made up. Okay. But yes, all right? Okay. So I looked at her tits, and I said, hey. Hey. Tit for tat. And then you looked you down at, you looked down at your tat. Yeah, I and looked down at your tat. tattoo of a dancing girl from World War Two. Yeah. And you said, know what I mean? Know what I mean? And then you flexed. She and... was just confused. Right. And that's when I offered her the mint to sort of break the ice because they were those icebreaker mints oh you know what I mean? that's what they're for a little sparkle and, lit up in your eye uh little sparkles lit up everywhere it was a magical moment because it was ecstasy it wasn't mints the, there was a 50 50 chance that she was going to be rolling and a hundred percent chance that she was going to have fresh breath oh so who's who's losing there did she who's take not the happy did she take the mint she didn't take it well <laughs> Started sweating she a lot. Call the hospital. Yeah, we had to call the ambulance and then also the cops. Oh boy. Yeah. So Jared, yes. we're not just here to rub on each other's balls. N- no, we're also here to talk about something very serious. Mysterious. What's that? Death. The death. sweet embrace of death. Right. We're here to talk about death. That undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns, except for your dad, who actually did come back as a ghost. My dad is dead. No, I'm, I'm being. Yes, he's a meat serpent. Mm. Well, <laughs> I didn't know they let mean servants be ghosts. Well, I mean, there's a it's a big uh, 
big after world. There's room enough for everybody. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Good on him. He'd be a meat snake. That's he's, cool. He's a meat serpent. Meat, meat serpent ghost. Yeah, you remember in episode one when, when I... He's a when, meat serpent. He's a meat serpent. <laughs> I'm still not over that. Yeah, when I said that, you had the similar reaction. Yeah. So, Jared. Yes. <clears throat> Death, this was not Detore's idea. No. This was your idea. Oh, yeah, that's right. What prompted you to want to talk about Death? Well, it's uh, that time of year, isn't it? The time of year where I consider my own mortality. And Horror October. Horror October. It's a little bit on everybody's minds, and fall is a nice transitional period when we all sort of reflect on the end of our lives as we see death all around us. Could you say that like uh, Robert Sterling from Twilight Zone? Uh, oh, sure. Autumn. It is a time when... We reflect on our own mortality as piles of dead things accumulate all around us in the Twilight Zone. The Schmilight Zone. Way better. Thank you! Yeah. You're kind of like a wraith. Mm, uh, well, don't wraiths, by definition, feed on the life force of others, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I feel cold. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's probably a sign of wraithism, yeah. Yeah, you're a real wraithist. Yeah, I'm a wraithist, yeah. But you know what? You're wraith finds. Uh, I like to, uh, as a wraith, drink a lot of wine. Why? Because, uh, I don't know, they just call it the grappas of wraith. Oh! Grappas of wraith. Yeah, we got it. Okay, good. That's a point for me. This is a competitive podcast. It is now, yeah. It's on. It's on. In the Schmilight Zone. Jared, do you know what time it is? No. Shut up! It's time for the oh. All About Death episode 31, Jared Latour Lightning Round Review! Shit! I will never get used to that. Brought to you by Pritos! Put it in your mouth, leave it down south. Jared! Oh, God. Are you, do you know how the Lightning Round Review works? I remember it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to ask you questions. You're right. And you answer. Yeah. And we'll find out if they are true or false. I, okay. Here we go! That's not really... Indigenous to the lightning round, that's pretty much any quiz ever, but yeah. Please don't question the lightning round. Question number one. I'm not your mama. Get away from me. Get away from me. Sorry. That was my little... Stay on your side. That was a knit. Let me pick it for you. Thank you. Question number one. Yes, sir. Correct. Okay. You win the lightning round review, Jared. Wow, that was fast. You pass through one side of the tunnel and come out the other side a man. I'm sorry, is this a hypothetical? Is this. Are we still doing the quiz? I pinned a Peters onto you. Oh. Hey, man. Yo. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, make a square, Wyatt's. Uh, is that you? That's my sink. Oh. My sink screams. Is your sink haunted? It has ghost water. Ghost water? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you filter it? No. Hey, German! Yeah. German of the board? Sorry. What? Did you just call me a German? Hey, German! Hi. Hey, Burble. Let's talk about... Burble? What is death? Okay. Death is, simply put, the end of consciousness. It's when um, the lights go out and you cease to be the kind of being that perceives the world and interacts with it voluntarily. Now, that said... You sound like Rod Sterling. Do I? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. You just naturally slide into that. When I'm talking about death. And you smoke Perceive a cigarette. the world and interact with it voluntarily in the Schmilight Zone. Uh, so what? what is death, though? Like the physical definition of death. Yeah, how can I tell if a creature is live or dead? This is important because mm-hmm. I do a lot of hoperations. <laughs> yes, that's uh, that would be a good thing for you to know. I filled, I filled my, my little ward's parents with cork. With, with cork? Cork. Or, I couldn't hear if you said cork or quark or quark. Cork. That's you're saying all three of those words. Is it because I'm from Tennessee time. and it sounds like the same word? I thought you were from Italy. I am from Italy. Your father was a meat serpent. He was a meat serpent, and my mother was a wise woman from Tennessee. No, no. I said cork, cork. Does I forgot. Sound... By this point, I've forgotten what you were stuffing with. Cork. My ward. What was her name? Apricot head. Apricot head. What was her name? Is Dick it... Grayson. It wasn't Isabella. That was my daughter. <laughs> you... Clarice? Okay, maybe let's make was a list. Was it Clarice? Let's make a list of all the young ladies I have had domain over when in my Comedia stage performance I career. think we should make a list of all the ones of those that you have not filled with cork. Okay. I didn't fill her with cork. I filled her parents with cork, which oh. is why she became my ward. I see. 
I want to say her name was Clarice. Ceviche? Yes. She was like a crab dip. Yeah. All right. She sure was crabby. She ran off with the young lover character. Good. (laughs) Fine. Probably thwarting the Pantalones love interest. All for the better. I mean, the farther we keep the young women away from him. He's a real lech. He's he's the worst. And he's going to pass away soon, and he'll become a lich. We can only... Oh, no. Yeah, right? I know how to deal with liches. Yeah? Liches get stitches around my house. Okay. (laughs) All right, so say I'm a lich, all right? I'm a lich. Say a lich walks into your pod chamber. What do you do to it? What do I do to a lich? Yeah. First thing you got to do, brother. First thing you got to do, trap it with your magic ring. Okay. Say I don't have a magic ring. I don't have a magic ring. Okay. So hypothetically, there's no magic ring. What is the next step? What's the next best thing to do to a lich? Buy a magic ring. Okay. Amazon.com slash magic ring. Now, does it just any magic ring? No, like, it's got to be a lich, a lich zipper. A lich zipper? Yeah. Okay. I'll remember that. Let's get back into death. Yes, let's get right into death. So you were asking me, how do we know somebody is dead? Yeah, how can you even know even? Well, uh, all the signs that are exhibited by a living person are gone. That's the short answer. So there's no longer any respiration. There's no more blood circulation. Uh, there's no more electrical activity in their brains. So what about uh, how the old wives' tales say mm. your fingernails grow and your hair continues to grow after death? That is one hundred percent false. What? What happens actually in that scenario, and why people believed this for so long, was that uh, when you die and your body decomposes, <clears throat> it starts losing a bunch of moisture. Yes. So it shrivels, like when you see the fucking crypt. Sorry. Like when you see the Crypt Keeper. You can swear. Can I swear? Yeah. So the fucking Crypt Keeper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not allowed to swear and like that hard. Okay. My mom listens to this. Oh, I'm sorry. She's a wise woman. Sorry to Tori's mom. Say hi to your meat serpent. Um, They're not married, Jared. You can't stay married to a meat serpent. <laughs> no, they can't. They're too They're tumultuous. Flighty. They're yeah. cold-blooded. Yeah. That's and they're the calculating. Now, he's an actual like reptile. Yeah, well, okay. plus meat. Plus meat. Yeah. <laughs> No, reptiles He's a complicated man. Reptiles are made of meat, though. Really? All right, so uh, the, the, the fucking Crypt Keeper, okay? Yes. Like, his uh, his skin is all shriveled up. That happens to real corpses as well. Oh. All right, and so as that skin shrivels, it shrinks. And that makes the fingernails and hair look like they're longer than they were before, but it's actually just the <coughs> surrounding tissue has retracted. It's a trick. It is a trick of the eyes. Classic corpse trick to make them seem sexier with longer hair. They have all. That's not their only trick, Tore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are other things that corpses can do that are kind of frightening. Like what? Uh, they can. They've been known to uh, sit up. What? After they're dead. Yeah. Get out of the town. Mm-hmm. It's just um, after rigor mortis sets in. Then, um, how does this actually? Then they happen? sit straight up. No, they they, they don't. Sit they scream. Up. It's just a weird. Uh, Bodies have been noted to sit up after they're dead. They've been known to uh, scream. Yes, you're absolutely right. They scream. No. It's not actual screaming coming from their vocal cords, but it is the fact that when you die, one of the things that immediately starts happening is that all of the bacteria, all of the gut flora, they're called, all the bacteria that are living in your stomach right now, yeah. they say, hey, what happened to our house? It's like your house is falling down. And so what they do is normally you're feeding them. By eating regularly. Uh-huh. But now, their food supply is cut off. So what they do is eat you from the inside out. Ugh. And this creates a lot of <clears throat> methane gas, which they release as a byproduct of consuming uh, organic matter. And uh, as this gas is released, it's st- it builds up inside of your stomach. And whether there's a, wherever there's an opening, that gas is eventually going to find its way out. And so it usually comes out in a huge burst, uh, either through your butthole uh, or your mouth or any any hole. If you poke a bloated corpse, it will scream like a banshee. Uh, and this is where we get a lot of the myths and legends surrounding death as well. Characters like the banshee and the vampire, they're all based on misattributing the natural processes of decomposition to monstrous supernatural forces. This is really hideous. Yeah. Well, death is not pretty. Nobody um, ever said it was pretty. Nobody? What about uh, live hard, die horse, lead a good, leave a good-looking corpse all the time? Who said that? Sid Viscus. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the gelatinous that was, musician. That was... 
He's, he's a, a non-Newtonian musician. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you hit him, he gets hard. Yeah. Most of the time. But he's... if you touch him gently, he's very pliable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So cool guy. So death happens when mm. the heart stops of beating, lungs stop of breathing, right. and electrical stops happening through the barn. Well, uh, all death is essentially due to the same cause. No matter how you die, whether it's by... Let's give some examples of how people can die, shall we? Okay. All right, you go first. Death by chocolate. Okay. Uh, death by spikes. Okay. Yeah. Room uh, full of spikes with like a spiked ceiling that crashes ugh. crushes you to death. That's a hard one. All right, now you go. Uh, death by heartbreak. Heartbreak. That can happen. Um, sea monster. Death uh, by sea monster. I'm on a sea monster diet. Oh, you sea monster, you eat monster? I sea monster, I diet. Oh. Because it causes death. I see. Right. I'm in the band fish. So those are a couple of not good, but still typical deaths. Examples. Yeah. yeah, typical deaths that people might die by. So yeah, so anyway, all of no matter how uh, you die, whatever it is, whether it's spikes or sea monsters or spiky sea monsters, uh, that essentially causes your either your lungs to stop breathing or your heart to stop beating. Either one of those, and oxygenated blood stops going to your brain. Your brain switches off. Your brain's like a real oxygen glutton. It, it is, needs that oxygenated it needs it blood. It's bad, man. It's and, a fiend. Yeah, so I mean, no matter what you put down on the death certificate, the end result is you're dying because of a lack of oxygenated blood in your brain. Huh. And that's that. It's actually a very simple process that we've built this whole mythology around and this whole religion around. When a battery dies, we don't say, oh, that's a bummer. I wonder where it went. Mm-hmm. But when it's a human, when it's one of us... Uh, it's hard to imagine not having consciousness. But really, it happens to people all the time. Like, for example, when you put them, um, when you anesthetize them for surgery. Yes. And you go, it's, you're not dreaming. You just go into a very deep state of brain inactivity. And when you wake up, it feels like no time has passed at all. Have you, has that ever happened to you? Uh, I have dabbled. You've with... had, when you've had surgery and When I was patient... dating that stripper yeah. named Anesthesia? Yeah. Yeah. And then when she woke up, you're like, okay, hey, we're done. And she's like, what? But we didn't even start yet. She had, when you, when you wake up from a deep sleep, you are aware that some amount of time has passed. I like that you yeah. knew that on my date with the stripper, mm -hmm. she woke up feeling yeah. like no time had passed. You knew that already about the details of our date. I know you too well. You do know me too well. Now, before I forget where I was going with this, waking up from that period and not even having the sensation that time has passed at all, that was very scary to me when I was a kid. Hmm. And... I, it just freaked me out that my brain could just completely switch off. And that's what death is, essentially. And so I think that that's... I like to think that I know what death is going to feel like. Because I imagine it being just like that, being put into like an anesthetized uh, artificial coma. An like absence that. of everything. An absence of everything. Well, everything is still there. You're just not there to perceive it anymore. Mm -hmm. You see. Like your body still exists, but it's garbage now. Right. As far as you are concerned, from your from behind your eyes, mm. everything has gone away. Yes. Including pain. Yep, no more pain. No more sensations of any kind. No pain in the membrane. No pain in the membrane. That, no, that is no the membrane. whitest... <laughs> is that Racism! Right? Yeah. Boop! Jared Latour, welcome to Blaster Podcast. Hi, Dottore. Hi, Dottore. Okay. So we've talked about how you know if the Bodhi is dessert. Dessert, uh huh. Serve for dessert. Once it gets its just desserts. Yeah. But I mean, mm -hmm. uh, what about the actual process of dying? There's oh, a lot yeah. of different horrible ways to die. There are, yes. Uh, we've named a few of them. Uh huh. The classics: spikes, mm -hmm. sea monsters, sea monsters, uh, death by chocolate, death by chocolate, uh, heartbreak, heartbreak. What's the other one? And the Tom Petty's. I'm sorry. What was the question? What? How did, what is going on? How does it feel okay. to even die even? All right, so I thought about what I think it's going to be like to die. Hey, man. Yeah. What's it like to be on the other side well, of life? I can't say from personal experience because I haven't died yet, but... The night's still young. The night's still young. <laughs> Wink. Oh. You should eat boy. some of my flowers outside. By the way, is that door locked? Did you lock the door? Oh, yeah, I locked that door. Yeah. Behind there's the kitchenette. Uh-huh. And inside the kitchenette, there's a real rat bag of an old man. Okay. You don't want to meet him. No, 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 no. But, I mean, like, that door is also, it's the exit door. Oh, yeah. Right? Exit through the kitchen. That's my rule. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and enter through the kitchen, too, right? Yeah. You just grab a it's snack. It's a traditional so Italian home. Yeah. So, but the thing that concerns me is that I'm, I'm trapped in your pod chamber. And oh. 
Well, I would think you're you're secure in the pod chamber. I guess you know, it's all a matter of perspective. Uh, see, at what price does security come? Because for me, it's come at the price of freedom because I've been here since episode one. Oh, here we go. The yeah. old Tea Party Latour. That's not what I'm... Okay, fine. Whatever... Uh, Look, I didn't read the Constitution, Look, uh, if there was Lady just, Liberty. If there was just a window, that would make me feel so much better. No windows. You gotta lock in the Merster, Jared. Yeah. The Merster. I'm the Merster? No, the Merster. The Merster. Oh, the the, uh, the Merster. The Merster. Right. You know, yeah. like Uncle Owen had on his evaporator farm. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, why were they farming moisture Merster? on it? Yeah. Because it's an arid, dry desert. Yeah, no, I get why they need moisture, but what I question is, like, why they needed him to stay on for, like, the harvest. Uh Like, this is, we're going to have a lot of moisture to harvest this year, and it's like, the the machine is doing it all. Yeah, you got to pick up the bucket and carry it back to the farm. I just, I don't understand it. And then, too, like, they talk about... We're talking about Star Wars. They're talking about Star Wars. Remember when Han Solo talked to him about dusting crops? Like this, the same flying through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops, boy. Yeah, what would Luke Skywalker have had to dust moisture for? <laughs> it's like maybe he does he's farming it out of the dust. Maybe he does cloud seeding, like yeah, where they dump crap into the atmosphere and make rain. Maybe that's not what he says, though. No, I don't know it, what the terminology is. Yeah, it's a real flaw. I just don't understand why moisture farming is so hard. Well, try it. <laughs> yeah. Once you've walked enough. a mile in Luke Skywalker's foot wrappings, mm-hmm. then you can judge him. In the Schmilight Zone. In the Schmilight Zone. Garbage. What does it feel like to death? Did you just address me as garbage? <laughs> yes. What does it feel like? What, is it, what does it feel like to die? Don't, don't you get any ideas and try to kill me and show me what it feels mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah, I could have you. Ah, damn, I wish I'd thought of that. that You're was, an old Sicilian. That was really clever. Yeah, I am. That's racist, but, you know. I, I guess it is a little bit. But, uh... Are you from Skiskali? Uh, no. I am not from... That's not even a real place, Tatori. Skiskali? Skiskali. Sicily? Sicily. The Sicilian of life? Sicilia. You're... But... Okay. Let's let's get away from your genealogy. Okay. And into my mortality. You're really well connected, though, right? You know what I'm saying? No. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I'm so sorry. Put a dead fish in a car. What? You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> no what does any of this mean? A horse in the man's bed okay. sheets. The Tory. What? <laughs> I'm from Italy, I know. It's 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 possible to be declared clinically dead and then come back. What? Yeah. When you flatline, that's called clinical death. You can come back from that. Thank you. You got an opportunity to come back from that. Continue? Um if not. There are two other things that there are two other ways this can go. Biological death. Sorry, I touched your table. I'm gonna do it again. It's like you're touching the inside of the listener's ears when you touch the table. Is that is that true? Yeah, look. Can you guys hear that? That's not nothing. What if I do this? Stop it. You have your own podcast. You know the rules. <laughs> It's like touching the camera on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't sabotage my own podcast. Don't you? Yeah. No, I do. I do. Um, what was what the hell was I saying? So there are two different ways. Clinical gonna, death happened. Yeah. And then there's two things that there's can happen. There's two different ways it's going to go. There's biological death, which is where uh, your heart stops pumping blood and your lungs stop drawing in air. All right? Any of your other organs, you can more or less live without if it comes down to it. In fact, you have spare ones for some of them. But uh, hearts and lungs, once those are done, you're done. Because without the body, the brain can't exist. But the body can continue living without the brain. Hooray! If it's put on life support. Huh. So you can keep the heart beating. Thanks, Obama. And the lungs breathing. And all that oxygenated blood can go and live in a brain that's not working anymore. So brain can break. And you can it still can keep everything else alive. Yeah. Weird. To what end? That's uh, a controversial question. For sex. If, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's one I mean, obviously. terrible... <laughs> idea you could use but anyway that situation is called brain death barn death brain death and it's not sexy to Torre. there's brought sexy to Torre. yeah i haven't seen him since i was living in vegas i haven't seen him ever it's a sight to behold oh yeah he is beautiful and fierce what's he wearing not much yeah gossamer robes gossamer robes you remember in lord of the rings mm, when gwyneth part? gwyneth Malthrow put uh 
She's not in that movie. Yeah, you know. Are you, are you thinking of Kate Blanchett? Yeah. All right. And she's like, don't give me the ring. I will become a terrifying monster if you do. Yeah, and then she turns into, like, film negative. Yeah, she yeah. becomes a terrifying monster. Yeah. That's what Sexy Dottori was like. I would not tap that. Yeah. No. He's a dangerous man. No. That's why I stay away from him. Yeah, you should. Thank you. Don't give him any rings. I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. I'm not throwing a ring on any Dottores. There you go. So... Jared Latour! Oh my god, yes, Latore. How it feels to die. <laughs> uh, it probably feels a lot like the time loop I'm stuck in right now with you. Yeah, you're in a real quantum of solace. Yes. Um, you're in a scrotum of qualis. Scrotum of qualis, that's better. That feels more like my current situation. All right. <clears throat> Drowning. Drowning right. is when the human body gets full of water. Yeah, now in New Scientist magazine, they did like a report on some people who died in these different ways and then were able to be revived. Oh. And tell us a little bit about what it was like to drown, for example. And drowning victims, uh, they panic at first, and they try to hold their breath. Natural, mm-hmm. right? I would probably do that. Yeah. Holding my breath, that's definitely what I'm going to do. And then uh, they're going to feel a tearing and burning oh. sensation as the water sort of fills up their lungs. Oh. Yeah. It's not going to be pleasant. But it is quickly followed by a feeling of calmness and tranquility because oxygen deprivation will make you lose consciousness and as you sort of drift off into a pleasant sleep the pain just fades away into the background sounds pretty good right now it sounds it's not the worst way to die actually that instant that beginning where the lungs are filling up with water that's agony but after that it's smooth sinking (laughs) that's good thank you all right so what's What's next? The, one of the most common ways that people die is a heart attack. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that one. Especially in this country. A lot of people die of heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Because uh, everyone here in America is fat. No offense. Present company included. But yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now this making is, a lot of fans. Yeah. Except for our international audience. Right. Yeah, they love My fans fun in South Africa here. are really yeah. cheering you on. Awesome. Anyway, fatty. Uh, heart attack, that's for you. Uh, the first thing you're going to feel... <laughs> Is a, a sort of a squeezing chest pain, and uh, there's there's a there's a pressure there as your heart is struggling to squeeze that blood through your veins up to your brain, and also to squeeze more blood into itself, depending on which passage of which your arteries heart is are blocked. blocked. Exactly. So it's a disruption of your normal heart rhythm, and uh, eventually it gets so disrupted that it's just, it just stops beating altogether. This also again causes loss of consciousness, and again you just fade away. As that pounding in your eardrum sort of Ugh. drifts off into the distance. Fortunately, a heart attack gives you a little more time to die. And you're dying in a little bit more accessible way. I really want to stretch it out. Yeah, you want to stretch it out? You only bit? get to do it once. Right, yeah. I mean, you're born for like 20 hours. Yes. Yeah, you might true. as well die for 20 die hours. Die for 20 hours, yeah. Really understand it. Yeah, a heart attack's a good way to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know, if you've got a room that collapses with spikes, you can set that for 20 hours. And yeah. Just wait. Yeah. yeah, as long as like Vincent Price is behind the whole scheme. Uh, he obviously would be. Obviously. Obviously, that's what he does with his time now. Golden age of Hollywood. Yeah, he's come back from the grave to uh, oh. construct elaborate death traps. How come no one constructs life traps? Life traps? Yeah. I think that's just called medicine. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what that would be. That's like good. if you put somebody in an iron lung, that's a life trap. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to hear some more deaths? We've got electrocution. What? Anal electrocution? No, just regular. Like, well... Old-fashioned Either or. This ain't your granddaddy's electrocution. Okay, sure. All right, so anal electrocution. What happens then? It doesn't need to be anal, Dottori. Why? Well, I mean, it's like a plug just waiting. Oh, I see. It's an outlet, really. Uh Uh-huh. It's an outlet for poop. Might as well be an inlet for for electricity. Sweet electrical current. I mean, that would be a great way to recharge a robot, uh-huh. is to have the cord go up its butt, because there's, there's a giggle to be had out of that. Sure. But, uh, you don't want to do it to a human, because death by electrocution um, stops the heart pretty quickly, actually. And then death happens nearly 10 seconds after. So that sounds like yeah. the way to go so far. Well, it depends, because if it's not done correctly, mm-hmm. you can catch fire. Oh! And that's one of the worst ways to die. And the convulsing itself can be painful. When you get electrocuted, every muscle in your body contracts all at once. Yeah. So it's one of the only forms of of uh, death where you don't immediately shit yourself. Oh, that's nice. That's something that happens a little bonus. every other way that you die. 
And you will shit yourself after you're finished dying. Because the first thing that happens after you die is that all of the muscle bod- muscles in your body relax, including your sphincter. Huh. And so anything that's in your bladder or your intestines... Or in my bum bag. Or in your bum bag. I like that one. Thank you. It's all just going to slide on out. Like that Frozen mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Let it slide, let on, it slide, out. slide, slide <laughs> on out. Yeah. When she gets ostracized from her community and she yeah. goes into the mountains to just, <laughs> just, let, just slide on out. out. Yeah. Do her thing. Yeah. Slide on out. Slide on out. She has no bowel control because she's dead. Yeah, that's the true story. Mm. The frozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's another way to die. Hypothermia. Oh. You can freeze to death. Uh, it's really not fun. You've been super cold before. Your teeth start shattering. Your body starts shivering uncontrollably. Yeah. Imagine doing that until you die. Ugh. And it takes several hours to die that way. Ugh. As just heat escapes from your body to the elements. And you just sort of slowly freeze to death. And again, pass into unconsciousness. That doesn't sound as comfortable yeah. as I would prefer. Yeah, frostbite's another way to die from cold, but mostly uh, frostbite just leads to infection. Ugh. And then it's the infection that kills you, unless you chop off the bits of your body that have become infected. Old Man Winter is a chumbi. He's... <laughs> Old Man Winter. I'm here to bite your fingers off. Oh, Old Man Winter, you get <laughs> out of the punch chamber. It's still fall. Oh. Yup, get out of here. I'll come around next week. All right. I'm, I don't know why I'm from the South. That's like where it's at least cold, but, you know, I'll... Oh, we're all set here, old man winter. Thank you. <laughs> I made some sweet tea. Okay, okay, thanks. Bye. Right, bye. Sorry about that, Jerry. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. He's a real weirdo. He lives with his son. His son sometimes goes to work and he wanders. <laughs> Wandering old it's, man winter? It's really sad. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see. He just doesn't want to lose his freedom. Sure, sure. Oh, here's a fun one. Falling to death. Yeah! That's the one way, out of all the ways that I could possibly die, that's my least preferred method. Really? Yeah. Why? I just hate the sensation of falling. Like, I don't even do roller coasters. So, while you're falling, the sensation of time seems to slow down for you. Alright? And this is an actual time dilation that's happening. I mean, it is a little bit, but not so much that you would actually be able to perceive it. It's just that your, um, the adrenaline coursing through your body is causing your brain to move faster. And so everything looks like it's happening slower. And that's what fear does for you. And so you're slowing down, and it feels like it's going to take you forever to hit the ground. So if you want your death to feel like it takes a long time, Mm -hmm. this might be the option for you, Dottore. Although I think you might bounce when you hit the ground. You know, I get that a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, like from movies, all right, like The Fugitive or whatever, when he jumps from that dam into the water at the bottom of the dam, and he's okay. The water's soft. The water is not soft. Falling from that height, water actually has the surface tension of concrete. Whoa! That's why you can jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and die when you hit the water. Oh. Because it hits you like a slab of concrete, and you just turn into a sack of goo and broken bones. Ugh. Yeah. So what does it feel like to die that way? It's over pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But I would Once imagine you when you hit that thing, it hurts a bit. Uh, I I think it would hurt Probably quite stings. a bit, but it would be over almost instantaneously. So so you you jump mm-hmm. or you fall. Yeah. I'm not saying you jump on purpose. Okay, yeah. Let's not say that. Uh, it seems to take forever. Yeah. And then An it's instant like, of incredible pain, yeah. and then it's done. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not great. It's not a great way to go. No, not my favorite. Not my favorite at all. All right, what's ne- what's next on the menu? Uh, you can die in a fire. You can burn to death, and that's one of the worst ways to go because being on fire is very painful. What fire does is it burns is it removes your layers of skin one by one, oh. and each layer of skin is more sensitive than the one on top of it oh. until you just get down to the core until finally it starts destroying and burning away some of your nerve endings. Oh. Uh, by that point... You lose the ability to sense pain. That's nice. So that's that's pretty good. You can't count on that happening, though, because you might die first, either from the heat starting to break down some of your organs or just from your lungs inhaling too much of the smoke created by the fire, depending on what else is being burned. So if you are in a situation where you're burning to death... Yes. ...and you feel like, I'm not, not getting out of here... No. ...I'm going to die for sure... Yeah. ...probably a good idea to take deep breaths of that toxic gas so you off yourself... Through asphyxiation rather well, than... I mean, asphyxiation is also painful oh. because that uh, burning sensation in your lungs from the drowning one, mm-hmm. it's going to start happening again. Ugh, but so probably you're gonna worse. Be, 
It it might make the situation worse because then it's going to feel like you're on fire inside and out. Ugh. So don't burn to death. Don't burn to death. Is my, that's good advice, Tatori. Yeah, thank you. If you learn one thing on Blaster Podcast, it's don't burn to death. <laughs> Tatori prescribes. Yes. Uh, as you'll recall from episode one, mm-hmm. um, always thoroughly cook all reptiles before handling them. Correct. And yes. now we learn another life lesson. Mm-hmm. Don't burn to death. Don't burn to death. Both burn to life. Burn to like life. a phoenix. That's good. Thank you. Life Traps. Life Traps. By Dottore Bellordo. Yeah. Oh, Jared. Yes. I think we're done with death. Why is we have to die? Yeah, I mean, unless you want to talk about other stuff like... Why do we have to die, even? Why do we have to die? Why? Uh, nothing lasts forever, Dottore. The functions that your body is undergoing are... They use resources, and they wear down over time. Because of entropy. Entropy, yes. That's uh, the... First law of thermodynamics is entropy increases. I feel like it's law number one. It's one of them, but I feel like it's law number one. Let's see. Uh, Energy. Can we just say it is? If organized systems move to a more chaotic state. Yeah, that's entropy. Uh, You're not allowed to kill humans. That's not. Or through inaction allow humans to come to harm. That's, uh, no. And you don't talk about Fight Club. I think those are the laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's number one. Great. Cool. Uh, fuck. Where was I going with this now? Jared Latour! <laughs> Hello, Latour! So we has to die. Yes. Because our systems use resources, they inevitably break down. Yes. There's, no, our... there's no real higher, uh, if you're taking it outside from religion, there's no real higher reasoning other than just nothing lasts forever. Yeah. I mean... Uh... No one lives forever! Let's have a party, there's a full moon in the sky It's the hour of the wolf, and I don't want to die I'm so happy, dancing with the Grim Reaper Chops, cuts, cuts, funny, can't catch me I'm so happy You gotta do it more like Jack Skellington He's totally doing the Jack Skellington voice He is, but it was before Jack Skellington It was, You can see the DNA of Jack Yes Jared Latour. <laughs> Hi, Latore. Gareth. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we, were you trying to say my name? Yeah. Okay. My name. It's time for Ask Latore. Great. All we right. we have one of questions this week. Yeah. Which has been submitted straight onto blasterpodcast.com. Kind of an unusual way to submit these questions. Normally, I get them through Twitter. Well, here it is anyway. Bernold, please read the question. Okay, Sofin. 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 It's like, it sounds like a soap dolphin. Maybe that's a portmanteau. Anyway, Sofin writes, I always thought that gravity made things fall down, but this scientific footage suggests otherwise. Can you please explain? Now, I would like to note at this particular junction that Sofin attached a video to this question uh, called Exploding Cow which depicts an animated cow exploding and then hamburgers raining down. After the meat storm has finally died down, a final hamburger rises up from the bottom of the screen, delivering a classic comedic inversion of expectations. Now, Sofin, to answer your question, gravity is just a theory, like evolution or the female clitoris, and theories are made to be broken. So let us not ostracize this animation's rogue Bergen, but rather let us applaud its courage and aspire to be more like this brave little alphabun. Thanks for your question, Sofin. Item 17. To the buxom young druggist who works the morning shift at Pharmacy Canyon, I leave this self-published manuscript of provocative Bazooka Joe fan fiction and a wax impression of my personal lady skewer. Ugh. Item 18. To the firm buttocks receptionist at my urologist's office, I bequeath my priceless collection of phonographic recordings of my concept album, Music to Muffle Struggles By, including a first edition copy of my single, Baby Tonight is for Hand Stuff. Oh, come on. Baby, tonight is for hand stuff. Baby, tonight is for hand stuff. Seriously? Seriously? Just knock it off. Don't interrupt me. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Page one. I, 
Pantalone, being of sound mind and body, hereby outline my last will and testament. You already recorded that. That's the beginning. You're the beginning. The beginning of a, of, of a piece of shit. What? Now let me finish. I, Pantalone, being of sound mind and... Nope. Hey, I was recording that. What? What? What were you doing? What well, I... I know what I was doing. What were you doing? Going to your house to eat all the turkey jerky. You know about the jerky's turkey jerk the tear jerky cellar? Yes, let's go, old man. Walk and talk. Well, all right, as long as you're cool with it. Did I ever tell you to torrent it? Did I? How I made it out of a career? What? I survived the war by subsisting entirely on cobra milk and turkey jerky. Yes, I would catch a turkey, you see, wrap myself around its body, and smother it into submission. And then I would skin it and smoke it until its tits flew off. Turkeys don't have those. Oh, these turkeys did. It was a different time, you see. Ah, here we are. I'll just get the door. It's pitch black in here, old man. Hold on, I'll find the light. Oof, what is that stench? Oh, that's my skeet. Mesquite? Uh, that too. Hey, just so we're clear, I get all the jerky I want, right? I don't have to wait till you're dead or anything? No, nothing like that. Frankly, in these last few moments, I'm just happy to have the company. Whoa! Pantalone! Your cellar's filled with skinless bodies chained to the walls! Now, don't mind them, those old jokers, or should I say... Turkeys? But the smoked meat is... Gobble, gobble, you fat son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Narrowly escaped that one with my carcass. Yeah, where were you? I was down in Pantalone's scary turkey jerky meat cellar. Oh. There were a bunch of meat boys down there. Uh, meat boys. Yeah, they were getting skinned up from the shins up. Yeah, you like that one, huh? I like it. Uh, that's terrible, and we should call the authorities. Yeah. I mean, I did get to have all the jerky I wanted. What kind of jerky do you think it was? It's jerky boys. I don't know. Get out of here. Jerky boys? Hey, guess what time it is? What time is it? It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. Not drugs, but plugs. Give me a hug. Okay. Actually, could uh, please don't give me a hug. I'm you, sorry. I'm sorry to be a real. That's really weird. I'm sorry to real, be a real turkey giver about this. Why are you? I feel like I can't do anything right by you, Dottori. But I'm a bad dad. All right, you ready for my plugs? I'm ready for your plugs. Lay All it right. on us, brother. Let me plug those right in you. Uh, first up, www.alcohollywood.com. That's alcohollywood.com. Alcove. No, don't confuse them. Sorry. This <laughs> what is, is that? What is that website leading to? It is your a sort- virus. Yeah. <laughs> if by a virus you mean infectiously good times, then the answer is yes. All right. It's uh, we call it your source for cinebriation. Uh, each week, it's a new film review, uh, followed by a drinking game and a new cocktail invented by myself each Woo. week. Alcohollywood.com. Yes. Also, please check out ourfaircity.com. That's is that a virus? That's not a virus either. What is it? But it's an audio drama about a tower at the end of the world. I play a couple characters in that. And they're going to be debuting a separate thing soon, which takes place not in the continuity of the normal story. It's a Halloween episode. It's about zombies. Uh, it's a single character play. That... You're in that one? Yes, I'm in that one. Yay! So you can find either of those things on iTunes or Stitcher, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. P- Pinterest? Uh, Pantrist? I don't think so. Pantrist. Pantrist, It's yeah. all about pants. That's my it's... website. It's oh, God! Pantalone interest. I can support my toe. It's about five interests. It's the Pantrist. Pantrist. That would be a Pantrist, yeah. Yeah. That's Pantrist. Get out of here, Pantalone. We're done with your segment. You go to hell, old man. You, hang, you go sit with old man Winter. See you in hell. <laughs> uh, cool. Anything else to plug? Nope, that's it. See you well, in hell. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Jared. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm still here. Well, listeners, thank you so much for listening to episode 31 of Blaster Podcast. Please, if you haven't yet, click subscribe and uh, rate and review it on iTunes. Also, share it with your friends. 
Blaster Podcast is also available on Stitcher and at blasteropodcast.com. We have a donate button on blasteropodcast.com. We've got a donation already, which I appreciate very, very much. Thank you so much for donating. It is appreciated. Um, and if you have Ask Detore questions, you can find me at Ask Detore on Twitter. Uh, additionally, if you guys have uh, further Muffed Movies suggestions for my idiot roommate Mark and his friend Andy to cover, hit me up on Twitter, still at Ask Detore. Jared, thank you very much for coming on episode 31 of Blaster Podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Or did you have me in the, the Schmilight zone. zone? I feel like we had a little bit of each other. I would carry. I would say that I carry a little bit of you inside of me, but it would never fit. Are you talking about my wiener? You see what I did? Yeah, you took what I... I was trying to do a fat joke, and then I just completely opened the door for you. Sexually? Uh, you see what I did? I see I see it. I just am <laughs> falling down some kind of rabbit hole. Sexually? Yep. Yeah! Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Game, set, match. That's a point to Torre. Looks like we're tied. The Blaster Podcast theme song was composed by Stephen Poon. www.timecrashband.com Oh, remember the, um, Jerobobot's a robot? Yeah. 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 What, what about him? He was pretty great. Yeah. You, is he still around? He was sent to a sex club in Beijing. Right, you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Is he still there? Or? Uh, he's been disassembled. Thanks Sexually for... disassembled. Well, good job on him, then. That was, sounds like he took a lot of punishment. I hate to break this to you, Jared. What? But they need a replacement. And I'm uh, all out of robots. You... Detore. Get in the crate. No, Detore. Get in the crate! Where I draw the line. Get in there. Mm, Please? Or, no. Please? Mm. Look, I'll hop in and... See, it's safe. Yeah? Get in there. Why don't you... Yeah. Go, no! Click. <laughs> click. Yeah, you like how I closed the door silently while I said click? Yeah. That was for effect. You're not going to mail me to Beijing. Um, Amatai? <laughs> the Amatai mm-hmm. uh, Ville Horror? Mm. It's about to be. Hello, it's me, Pantalone. Jared, let yeah. me into the house. Pantalone. Oh, <laughs> I can't see this going poorly. Here, come on in, old friend of mine. I'm too old. I died. You died. It's canon. <laughs> you, you just killed the character. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>